For more content like Who Made Who, Level Your Gear, the Gotham Podcast, Flashing Arrow Podcast, and the new Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive Podcast, visit cinemageekly.com slash premium and part with just $12. That's 12 bucks for a year's worth of awesome content. What else could you buy for $12 that will last all year and give you hours of geeky entertainment? Always come out of the gate strong, Fat Chucky. Come out swinging, man. Welcome, folks, to the best city on God's green earth. How do you think your old man would feel knowing that his sons are fighting on the Mississippi? Freddie Fontaine's sons brawling on the boat. That's the thing the local legends are made of. What about Robert? He never comes and sees me. He's got a problem with Thor, you know, you can be tough on him. You know, I'm hard on everybody. You got a fight yet? You got our money yet? I go to legitimate fights, not sideshows run by the mob. You're going to be called upon for a favor real soon, and no matter what it is, you are not going to want to say no. I can't fucking stand sitting around waiting for them to tell me when the next fight's going to be me. Charlie saw this. He would not be happy. Don't fuck this up too, Bobby. You, you I can trust. The problem is your brother. Kid's in too deep. He's been there too long. I'm just saying, I got a reputation to keep. Scamming kids out of money, peddling coke, not paying your debts on time. Your brother has made certain folk look bad one too many times. Maybe it would be better if he never left that ring. Is this for real? You're gonna fight your brother? another Parts Unknown podcast, Cinema Weekly Strange Journey Through the Depths of Netflix. It's Anthony Lewis here with uh, Aaron. How are you doing? Hello. And Glenn. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm good. How are you, Anthony? I am fucking fantabulous because I watched Brawler, this 2011 movie that you guys uh, randomized on the uh, <laughs> sorry the, the last sort of kind of podcast. Uh, you guys picked... Well, you guys didn't pick this. All Flicks picked it, but... Uh, uh, you know what, though? This was, I, I don't know, I was telling Aaron, I, I consider this to be the best non-documentary movie we've we've had so far. Well, I mean, the best... Incorrect. I think had, Go was better. <laughs> I think the best thing we had was Breaking Bad that we had to say no to. Well, that certainly. was probably the best we'll ever get. Yeah. Well, and didn't uh, you get Gilmore Girls? 
<laughs> yeah, I did get Gilmore Girls. Oh, why didn't you do that? I would have totally watched the first episode of Gilmore Oh, because it was like after the fact that was the second Oh, episode. okay. It was just like fucking around and that's what came up. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I wouldn't have had a problem watching the first episode of Breaking Bad again because it has been a while since I have watched it. But uh, then I would be more than tempted to have to go through and rewatch the entire series again, which is not a bad thing. But with all the TV shows and shit that are on our plates... Yeah, you have uh, to break a bad habit. Oh, well played, sir. Uh, I'm setting this up so beautiful for you to get right <laughs> into this movie. The uh, this movie, this movie. Let me tell you something. Uh, did this Speaking come out? Of Breaking Bad. Did this? Did this movie come out? Um, did this movie come out before or after Warrior? I want to say it's the same year. That's incredible. Uh, That's incredible. It is, yeah. It is incredible how. Yes, it, it is the same year. In fact, uh, what about what about uh, the fighter with uh, what the fuck? Channing, Tatum, Channing uh, I don't is that or is with, that uh, I, with Marky Mark and Batman? That was 2010. Okay, so this came out after that. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of fighting because this is we're talking about brawler kind of movies. That was what's the one with the two chicks and all the snow then? Shit, uh, that's a porno. Oh. <laughs> Um, no. Yeah. The uh, no. The, the that that's what this reminded me of. Kind of. It's like it felt like it wanted to be like the fighter and like warrior, just you know, like on a much smaller scale. Is all. Uh, Aaron, would you say that this is about like the uh, the the backyard wrestling or, or bum fights equivalent of of mixed martial arts? Is that what this film is about? I, I would say that's fair. Any movie that starts. With a couple of greased up guys, uh, one wearing a half football jersey, one wearing a fedora and smoking a cigarette, <laughs> fighting in the cargo hold of a ship with a bunch of, I'm not joking or being racist here, a bunch of shouting Asians surrounding them. Uh, I'm hooked, like right from the get go. But then there were so many questions that developed. Right after each fight, they just had a, like a three piece jazz band that just starts blaring up. Oh, yeah. The middle of the ship. Because they're in New Orleans, so obviously yeah. there's jazz every fucking way. Louisiana fast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the uh, it's a, it's about the uh, it's about the Fontaine boys, the fighting Fontaine boys. Oh, is that their name? Yeah, Charlie and Bobby Fontaine. Yeah, I tried to take I tried to take notes, and uh, I just refer to them as Weaselface or uh, Weaselface <laughs> and Fuckface. <laughs> was uh, was Fuckface the uh, the douchier kid with the fedora and the, the yes. weird fuck? No, no. Uh, Weaselface is the the little brother who banged. Uh, oh, the guy with the wife. kind of the emo mullet. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the so poor man Zach Efron who he, he looked like the guy who plays the penguin, but but on steroids a bit. Like so, if he really just got pumped for a bit. So the move the movie is basically plot wise what you would expect. Uh, you've got these two brothers who are essentially bum fighters. Uh, they, I wish Kimbo Slice was in this. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, this is like, where was Kimbo? Uh, I honestly think he read for it, but he figured he was way too good for it. <laughs> probably. They're like, uh, I think you're like overqualified for this. probably on those never back down sequels. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, you've got these two, you, Michael J. White. You've got these two brother fighters. Uh, and you've got the you've got the the older brother who is more seasoned and is more grounded and tends to 
look at life in the the proper way. And then you've got and to be honest, has got the strangest and dirtiest and gnarliest looking chest hair I have ever seen. Oh, for he, sure. He looked like a matted, greasy dog. Indeed. But uh, it was like it was sectioned out. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. looked like the homeowners association. Yeah, like, he sculpted that through. shit in. Yeah, yeah. How he how he landed the the lady he landed. I don't. Well, I mean, she was okay. doing drugs. So and, and let's be fair. Yeah, and she wasn't really all that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, no, no, she wasn't like a knockout or anything. But holy shit, I mean, the guy's chest hair. I mean, she was like both... a Louisiana eight, but a Tampa four. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, they have tam- it's the Tampa two. That's the Tampa two defense. Sorry. Is that the Tampa two? The Tampa yeah. two. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Uh, the, uh, fucking A, the, uh, <laughs> throwing me completely off my game. Uh, yeah, so you've, and you've got the, uh, the douchey younger brother who, uh, is always, always getting to mischief. Oh, Bobby. Oh, yes. What a, what a rapscallion he is. It really, uh, how big was the fucking hat budget on this movie? Every motherfucker had like a different style hipster hat on. I shit you not. There were fedoras and the the fucking terrible little half Irish copper hats. Oh, uh, the Aaron, you must have loved it the first time you saw Bobby Fontaine because not only is he wearing this fedora, but when the fight starts, he makes it his business to try to keep the hat on as long as possible yep. during the fight. Yeah, and then he was fighting the guy who looked like Johnny Depp's stand-in from Nightmare 1 with his little half-football jersey. He was adorable. Uh, But then, just so you recognize the guy later in the scene, he shows up to rob Weaselface in that same football jersey so you could be like, oh, that's the guy from earlier. Yeah, because they all look the same. I mean, I'm like I, all white people do. It's just a fact. I, no, but I, I think it's movie, like the, the movie was there was cages. like ten people. Yeah, there was like ten people working on this film, and they just changed clothes. <laughs> like, um, they did. It was it was the weirdest thing. I had no idea. Like when they you're talking about the fight, that guy who had the fedora and he had the vest on. Face. Yeah. I got I got him confused with the greaseback hair guy, the wannabe Bradley Cooper slash Tony Goldwyn. Yeah, um, fuckface. The main brother who busted his knee. Charlie. Face brothers, fucking weasel. It's okay. I just, I got super confused as who was who. It it took about 20 minutes to sort it out. I'm not going to lie. So, so Charlie, uh, Charlie is like on a date, right? He's, there's two girls after these fights and Charlie is on a date with, uh, he's in like the serious relationship when Bobby is the one that just fucks everything with, with two legs. Uh, or probably sometimes even less than that, depending on what he's been fucking smoking or drinking that day. Well, yeah, if they have one, it's probably easier to talk him in a stand because they get tired quicker. Uh, but he finds out that his brother is in trouble because as apparently we find out his brother is always in trouble with some sort of fucking thing or another. I guess he owes money to people. Yeah, gangsters. Yeah, some dudes yeah, it, show up with cricket bats and like all this crazy with shit. With cricket bats, yeah, yeah. So they start fighting Weasel Face, and then somebody tells Fuckface his brother's in trouble. So instead of jumping in his car, he runs for like yes. fifteen minutes yes. to fucking get to this guy, and, and I, at, at, at like full fury, like T one thousand, like sprinting pace. It was ridiculous. Yes. So uh, basically, what happens? He they, he chases all these assholes off. Uh, and then one of the assholes, for no reason, decides to come back in and then just Nancy Kerrigan the shit out of his knee with a. That baseball. was football jersey guy. It was football jersey. Yeah, yeah, football jersey guy. Yeah, he's wearing a Redskins jersey. And Charlie's on the floor, like, why? I hope that's a metaphor for yeah. something. <laughs> and uh, basically, Charlie's life takes a turn for the better. He stops doing the stupid bum fight bullshit. He gets a real job. He marries his girlfriend, and everything seems great. His uh, girlfriend, who's got a few screws loose. Let's well, that not. Is, that is, I, like, yeah. uh, let's not. Talk, she. 
he is much better in this relationship than she oh, is yeah, because I there. have no idea what direction this actress was going for. Yeah. Um, and she was, uh, well, I mean, she says later, Glenn, that she's, she resents how much better he made her life for some fucking reason. She's like, I know this sounds fucked up, but I guess somewhere deep inside, I resented you for making my life better. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's a, yeah, that's a script but, problem. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's a dirty Cajun. I mean, it's fine. Cajuns and Irish. They're not people. So I don't feel bad Lord. making fun of them. Good thing. Cody Kelly is not on this show anymore. Uh, well, He'd be, he's, he's not a person. He'd be, he's super, he'd be super mad. Uh, yeah, so basically he starts living his life. Bobby, of course, keeps living his, which is fucking up everything he touches. And fedoras. And fedoras, of course. And uh, one day, uh, Charlie tries to help Bobby out by getting him this catering gig. And of course, uh, Bobby can't help himself but fuck up the whole thing. Uh, so suffice it to say... Uh, the you know I, I was gonna say it's not like Bobby just comes home and tries to fuck Charlie's wife because there's been like that Aaron if you recall there have been like several scenes prior to this where they were definitely teasing like sexual tension between oh yeah the two any of them. anytime like you know a weasel face showed up uh with like a bottle of booze yeah she drank it up and they yeah she drank it up and he's like oh she's like oh you know fuck face doesn't like me drinking and weasel face like shit it's okay to be our little secret and automatically it's like. Mm. He is going to be inside of her before end of credits. Uh, indeed. And that is, in fact, what happened after this whole catering debacle. Uh, she And conveniently, the air conditioning is broken, Aaron. Yep. So she is she is without top uh, or, or much of a bottom as well. And, Correct. Uh, I mean, not really much of a top, if we're being honest, too. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, she's just got a bra on, essentially. Uh, no, I mean, just like like a surfboard, like nothing really going. Oh, Aaron is saying she she does not have gigantic breasts. Correct. So it's not quite like a porn. No, but uh, it was a little, but it's a bit disturbing because, like, you know, during the 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 sex scene she had with a uh, with Weasel Face, you know, and his hairy chest. I mean, he's just like. Mm-hmm. smothering her and then when her and fuck face do it it was just really awkward because he's all greasy and he's like tiny like she was and then yeah they ah oh, i don't know it was so just bad. uh so so yeah he uh he gets in does does bobby all yeah. the way which mm-hmm. is the perfect time for charlie to come home and beats the fuck out of him presumably with his brother's dick hanging out this entire time. yeah let's not forget yeah his brother no, he, you dick. see him put his pants on oh does, does he? he yeah it's like when he grabs Damn his it. wife and like pushes her down, you oh, see him grab his pants. Yes. Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, but, really, but, but then he, st- but then he still pretty much. At one point, he was fighting his brother with his wang out, with his wife's essence all over his brother's. I've dick, seen so. Eastern Promises. The uh, oh. <laughs> the uh, so they're fighting. They go through a window. They're fighting into the street, and then a no bunch blood of either through that window. These guys are fucking men. Yeah, they're like the A team or some shit. It's just there's no damage done. Uh, so everybody pulls him apart, uh, all these neighbors and shit. And yeah, right. <laughs> uh, his brother just, dis- Charlie just up and decides, I'm going to fight you, but not here. I'm going to fight you in the bum fights boat. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. Anytime, any place. And then the girl, you know, basically the movie went completely downhill from there. And the girl's like, oh shit. What about his knee? And he's like, I don't know. I'll rip his fucking head off. And then they have a fight and, uh, it is the least sanctioned legal fight I've ever seen in my life because uh, it, it, it results with Charlie defeating his brother by essentially nearly murdering him. 
Oh my god, he chokes him for so long. Yes, uh, he just chokes him, and around, I'm not talking like a rear naked choke with like the forearm or whatever like that. I'm no. talking Break two apart. hands on throat. Yeah, and people just sat he there. He goes lifetime just... movie, the weak strangler on on that little fucker, man. <laughs> people just sat there and watched, and I'm pretty sure the old lady in the skybox with one eye. Was oh, lady, yeah. off of okay, there we go. oh my god, yes, she was ejacking all over the place for that. Uh, and by skybox, I, I don't know exactly. Like she was on the upper deck of the <laughs> boat. <laughs> the cargo hold, like the 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 upper the catwalk. Area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it sound very luxurious, but it is not. Um, and uh, so he almost kills him, but he doesn't. And at the end, uh, he doesn't get together with the girl again. And uh... oh, hey, you forgot the best part where he stands up and the blood rushes from his knees, and he pass. He just oh, and he oh, faints, he falls over. Yeah, yes. he, uh, he blows like... up. He blows up both his wheels, and just you know, that's it. He's it's done. reverse Willem Dafoe and Platoon. Like the, <laughs> instead of falling forward on your knees and. Throwing your hands up, he just throws his hands up and just falls back like a really bad trust fall. And then, uh, and then, yeah, onto a canvas which apparently was covered with dust. I guess that's how long he was sitting there. Ah, I wasn't. Because, it was. It looked like baking powder. He he was he was he was choking him for so long, you guys, that dust accumulated on the mat behind. Yeah, him. he did choke him out a long time without his brother actually being like choked out and dead. Yeah. Like that was. Um, and then he goes and collects his pay, and then he finds out his brother got into a fight with some guy in a bar, and now his brother's in prison, and he goes and visits his brother in prison in credits. What a weird well, way to end a movie. Yeah, they have that weird face-off where uh, Fuckface starts tearing up, and Weaselface is just sitting there looking smug with his beautiful hair. Yes. And then they finally pick up the phone, and you know the little one tries to man up. Yeah, and then it cuts into the weirdest fucking, like... It kind of boondock saintsy inspired fucking horseshit music they were playing out throughout the whole mo- ah sure yeah you could just said horseshit I would have known you were talking about boondock saints <laughs> yeah uh, Glenn what 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 did what did you think like looking looking at the movie it, it looked like it was actually pretty competently made for the most part it just wasn't there was a few <laughs> weird cuts uh, yeah the there were a few scenes, weird cuts it looked like the cameraman also got knocked down when the guy went to fight his brother in his house mm-hmm. like and they show like it or whenever the guy all those guys went to fight his brother at his house before the guy gets there but he he kicks one of them knocks him down like it looks like the, the cameraman also went down with him like his <laughs> knees buckled somehow like he was a fainting goat and just fell down with the action uh what i that found was funny is weird. that during the, the sex scene... scenes were shot so oddly oh yeah they were but i, I like during that beatdown scene how the one guy just Took time in the middle of it just to start breaking the guy's TV. Yeah. Oh yes, he's just—he's like, that worried about punching the guy in the face with a bat. He just he sees, he starts breaking he, his television. He sees shit has gotten worse, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck it, and he just starts breaking like personal possessions and yeah, like, it's like what the fuck? Yeah, just hit the guy in the face. He just had to get himself a Sandra Bullock. That's all. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I'm I'm so torn about this movie. Like uh, it was it was not a good movie. But at the same time, it kind of fooled you into thinking it was not a bad movie. Uh, because, like it, I said... It wasn't it, a good movie, but it's one of those, like, if you're up at one thirty in the morning, there's nothing else on. You just watch it, and it's like, okay, that was terrible. Yeah, I don't know why this hasn't been on USA yet. Exactly. Kidding, no, right? <laughs> I mean, minus the minus the one scene where there's where there's boobs. There's, like, one scene uh, where, where they are there. Other than that, this is... 
totally like it's not particularly bloody or particularly violent really no. i felt like i could have done the makeup for this movie like sure I, I, like some of the bruising some of it was really good and then some of it was just like too exaggerated i don't know what did you think of the acting glenn uh did anybody actually stand out to you as not bad well i mean sal from fucking madman like God, no God. he was bad in this oh i mean he's bad but i loved him because it was sal uh because <laughs> the thing with madman they just get rid of over half their cast and you don't see them again yeah, they uh, go do brawler that's what they do <laughs> and then you know the the do the freaking crazy ass skinhead from breaking bad that's is the right. rex and i was like oh my god like so uh, there are moments I wouldn't say he's particularly good. I'd really think he's just on drugs because he just shakes in everything that he does in movies. <laughs> Maybe um, he's got Parkinson's, Glenn. Have you thought about that? It's not that kind of shaking. It's more like tweaking. Okay. Uh, or twerking. No, he, I don't think he doesn't really move his ass around. I mean, he even tells the guy not to move his ass because the pivoting will fuck up his knee. Neither did China. Um, she didn't move her ass around. She still has a twerking video. <laughs> that is right. Oh, her wall climber, like where she tries to become the exorcist child. Still, yeah. waiting, still waiting for Aaron to recreate that video. I, I think her vagina finally had enough and it was taking control because maybe <laughs> her head is just so thoughtless enough. It's like, OK, I could run this show. So that was the vagina fighting for dominance. Uh, Aaron, did you have a standout performance in this film? <laughs> I, I really like Weasel Face because I buy him as this much of an asshole in person. Yeah, yeah, he he was good as a scumbag, and yeah, and poor man Tony Goldwyn was okay. I mean, uh, I, just the guy's chest hair, like it, it bug for all of, for those of you who are really Google it, like it's fucking terrifying. I mean, like performance wise, I think the guy who played Charlie, the older brother, I thought he was be- like douchebag. Yeah, poor guy man, was, Tony Goldwyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like douchebag guy was good at being a douchebag unless he was reading dialogue and then he was horrible. But he just right. had like the look, like the look in the hair. It's just like, oh right. man, you really want to beat that guy up or see him? Like if he was blonde, he he would be today's William Zabka. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that is uh. <laughs> What an alignment, Aaron. Johnny Lawrence from uh, Karate Kid, people, for those of you who are staring quizzically right now. Yeah. <laughs> Googling feverishly. Right. Um, so Netflix said that I would give this a three out of five. That is actually <laughs> that is actually what I gave this movie. I gave it a three. Oh, you gave it a three? Absolutely. Really? It gave me a one and a half, and that's what I'll give it. Yeah, I gave it I gave it a three. I guess it, I guess it knows me good enough to where I'm just like, eh. Like, sure. eh, it was a movie. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, like, it, it was, I know it's not good, but it fooled me enough times into thinking it was not bad that I'm just it's like, Russo, yeah. like, it was fucking terrible, bro. Dude. Oh, yeah, bro. Fucking garbage. I'm not much of a gangster, but I like to do gangster things. <laughs> oh, my like, be God. a bookie. <laughs> It was so bad. And everybody's sweaty. I understand. I'm like, okay. Everybody's sweaty. Everybody's doing random accents because the director's like, fuck it. Do whatever character you want. You know what I mean? It, they just they, they just were hanging out in New Orleans just drinking. I'm glad they're sweating because now it makes me want to, and I'll, I I probably won't follow through with this, but it makes me want to watch NCIS uh, New Orleans with Scott Bakula and see how much they don't sweat in that show because uh, it's CBS and they're terrible network. No somehow people lot, walk yes. them. Watch them. Uh, but no, can we talk about this, the biggest standout? And that's the dude's wife. She's awful. Oh, oh sure, yeah. Sure. She was bad. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm i sitting there. I'm watching, like, you're trying to act drunk, and you're really bad at it. Like, she wasn't even going for, you know, the college girl, you know, 
out on a Thursday night. Not Glenn. It, it's hard to act drunk when you're that coked up. The funny thing is, I have been. I was going to say the funny thing is, I have been around people who have acted almost exactly like that while drunk, and now you are making me question whether or not they were actually ever drunk. No, it's it's the faking drunk. You can tell just the way people move. You're you're buzzed, but you're trying to play it off and be cool. I've, we've all been there. I'm so wasted. Yeah, sure. uh, no, I, I've never been there because when I drink, I do it because I'm a goddamn man. That's right. <laughs> well, I was mean like high school. Sure. You know. Sure, Glenn. <laughs> we all believe you. Actually, you know, I, I don't. I don't even know why I'm joining in on this. I don't even fucking drink, so I don't know why I'm joining in on. Yeah, this. I don't really drink either, and I didn't drink in high school either. I was way too much of a nerd for that. Yeah, I I, I quit all the awesome, dangerous things before I was ever even legal, uh, <laughs> legally old enough. Yeah, to do it's, them. I got it all out of me. Like, I, it's really like, people would say like, "Yeah, you're gonna turn 21. You're not gonna. You're gonna really stop drinking." And that's exactly what happened. I probably drank more before then than after there's oh, no thrill. absolutely yeah and no thrill to it it's a shame well that's yeah. what this movie but, is relegated but, I, but I, I think it's important to do it a little <laughs> bit because then you you know if you don't drink you just become all fucked up like cm punk and he seems like a real dick i just hope he fights green ranger and a green ranger murders him yes i don't I, yeah i'm glad we've turned this all full circle because cm punk is fighting mixed martial arts uh and this movie is kind oh, of oh look at that up. we brought it back and uh, Glenn was talking about uh, losing losing the the only reason he he liked drinking was uh, underage drinking provided a thrill, which is uh, what these gentlemen in this movie. That's why they were fighting as well, Glenn. Apparently, they were thrill seekers. Underage uh, thrill seekers. Yeah, and I'm kind of mad we didn't get to see the fight between Rex and their dad. And that's fine. You don't need to tell me what they were trying to settle, but I want to see how awesome this fight supposedly was instead of yeah. hearing this. Uh, you you heard you heard foley effects. I don't even remember hearing foley's. Like I don't remember I, hearing that either. I I heard it was like it sounded like a cat on the keyboard. That's that's exactly what it's. <laughs> I see that because that's my you think that you think that's what they were watching? Like if they like the camera panned around, it's just a cat hitting a keyboard. Ah, that sounds like a punch on a TV. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, all right. So uh, would we recommend people go out of their way to watch this movie or not on Netflix? If you have nothing else to watch and you want to see how bad it is, uh, yeah, why not? What do you say? Yeah, I mean, it's fine to just have on and kind of glance. I wouldn't, I think I was on my phone and watching it. And I got the, I mean, besides the beginning, I didn't know what the hell was going on because, I mean, those honkies, they're pretty identical at first. Indeed. I, so. I think those of you who were of proper age could go into it with, with a very good mindset, you know, having an, you know, partaken of a, of a couple of, of things, then it would be very much enjoyable. Sure. Make it a drinking game. Every time you see a fedora, you know, do a shot. Oh, my like God. Yeah, well, we don't want to give anybody alcohol poisoning. Or or bare chest. If it's Holy hair, it's shit. Twice. Yeah, yeah. If, if you see chest hair that scares you, uh, then you have to finish your neighbor's drink and rub their face in your chest hair. That's right. There is so many bare chests in this film. I I lost count after a while, actually. So was uh was the one brother the only one that was hairy though? Like maybe yes, he yes. demanded it. Okay, Dude, yeah. So he he wanted to stand out and be pretty. That's what it was. Douchebag was fully manscaped. Yeah. Was it a merkin then? Like you think it was fake chest hair? I don't. You know what? It looked fake. It looked to me the bad. First time I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it was it was too well. It was groomed in a weird way, like yes, like you said, like it real. just it just covers his pecs, but like Randy Quaid, I, I think Randy Quaid <laughs> would is groomed in a weird way. Like if you would picture <laughs> the chest hair embodiment of Randy Quaid, it would be this guy's chest. Hair. I'm bad. 
Holy shit. I love Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh, who couldn't love Randy Quaid? Randy uh, <laughs> Perhaps. Probably Dennis Tom Quaid. Sizemore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Tom so Sizemore really loves Jin, so... <laughs> We're we're I bet you Will Smith likes them though. We're high we're hightailing on this podcast until the next time. Uh who knows what we're gonna be watching. It'll be uh check out the next episode of the Cinema Geekly Podcast to find out uh for sure, I guess. Uh so for Glenn Beauvais, Aaron DeLosa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next time on From Parts Unknown. <laughs>